welcome to the Movie Trivia Schmodown Teams Edition. My name is The Boat, Brad Gilmore, and I am joined today on this illustrious match day by Steph the Steez Sabra. Steph, how we doing? Brad, so good. Got to see you twice in a week. We're winning today. It's a great day. The entire audience who's watching at home is winning. We are just a few days before the Schmodown collision that's going to be going down. It's going to feature incredible matches. But today, teams action going down. Lightning time versus Danger Zone. These are two teams that people have been talking about the entirety, entirety of this season. You have Dangerous Dan Merle, the current movie trivia Schmodown champion, teaming with Ben the Boss Bateman, who's a former champion on the other side. Ethan Irwin, the guy who's going to be battling Dan Merle at the collision, and Lightning Liz Shannon Miller, who's been one of the greatest players we've seen over the last two seasons in this game. Steph Sabral, this is a big match today. It's a huge match, obviously number one contender, but also in the sense that there is history, especially with Ben and Irwin in terms of potentially being on the same team that they spoke about in their matchup a few weeks ago, and then them heading on with their actual partners today. A lot on the line, and I'm really excited to see it go down. Yeah, I mean, that match between Ethan Irwin and Ben Bateman was sensational. It came down to a bald professional wrestler. That is all that it came down to. <laughs> and then we saw the result of that match. Great stuff. This is big for both of these teams here. You've seen Danger Zone when they came into the league this season. This was the first time that they were going to be paired together. Uh, Dan Merle coming off a great run with his former partner, John Roca, won the team's titles. But then he goes and he pairs with somebody like Ben Bateman. We expected them to go out here and clean out the entire division. They ran into a bit of a hiccup with corruption. I mean, yeah, with corruption there on a big battlefield pay-per-view. And then you look at lightning time. Lightning time just coming off of a big uh, win against Deception. Deception that went 37-33. to They won by knockout at the throwdown. I mean, both of these teams stacked. I mean, completely stacked and such cool differences in the dynamic between these two teams. And I love the friendship we have between Liz and Irwin, especially. And I love the partnership that Ben and Dan have formed over the past few years and now in this team together. And the only real difference I see when I look up the team's lineup of who they competed against is that we have lightning time with the loss against Rushmore. And then on the uh, reverse side of it, Bateman and Dan have be in that team yeah yeah i mean sometimes that's how you have to look at these things is when you're looking at who's going to have the advantage you look at a common opponent that's a really yeah. great observation there and rushmore i mean both both matches that we've had with rushmore when you talk about lightning time and danger zone were great matches but danger zone was able to win that will that come into play we will see exactly how these two teams match up styles makes fights and i think that we are in for the fight of the night let's take a look at how we got here between these two teams danger zone and lightning time it wasn't a question as to whether we were going to see greatness on display from both teams. We knew that going in. That's a given. It's just going to be who has that little extra advantage, and it might have been the hat. So here we are. Here we are. Um, I think we surprised everybody, including ourselves, uh, in beating Deception. We've been on a run, and they have been at every study session we've had, and, and it shows.
A lot of people didn't think Lightning Time were even going to beat Deception. We surprised you there, didn't we? Didn't we? Well, we're going to do it again. Corruption defeats Danger Zone, who did not go quietly into the night, not by a long shot. We did the best we could. We, I think we knew after round one it was going to be a fight. We got every single point we could after a tough start. I'm not going to sit here and blame tough questions. I probably should have gotten those. Or you know what? Maybe yeah, I just didn't know him because today I just didn't know him. Look, I played Dan Merle a few times. Varying results, but no, he's, he's a good dude. Lovely dude. Generous human being. Real gentleman of the sport. No, he's great. And then, and then there's Ben Bateman. Yes. But, I, you know, I, I get it. I get that Ben is a big target, but at the same time, we win together, we lose together. I'm not telling people not to come after Ben. I'm saying come after both of us. Danger Zone. It's got the great Dan Merle. It's got scary Ben Bateman. Do I look scared? I mean, I'm impressed. There's quite a lot of accomplishments that Dan brings to that team. Liz and Ethan are playing like the greatest team I have ever seen. We're going to come back. We're going to come back stronger. We're, we're a better team today than we were when we started the tournament, whatever, a month ago. We're going to be a better team the next time we play. We're going to be a better team than that. We want to hang with teams like that. We want to beat teams like that. We want to put belts around our waist. We got to get better. That's on us. I don't know. These guys are pretty tough. Yeah, you know, we're going to show up, we're going to have some fun, we're going to answer some of your trivia questions. Apparently that's what this is all about. So, look, let's do it. Let's do it. Cheers. Guess what? I don't lie. I don't lie. Well, there you have it, Steph Sabral. Wow. Here we go. I'm so excited and amped for these two to finally, these four really, to finally clash in the movie trivia showdown. Like I said, just a few days before the collision here, I think that it is time. And, and, and I just, I guess, got to ask, are you ready? Brad, you know it, baby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Representing the usual suspects. They are the number four ranked team in the movie Trivia Schmodown. With a record of two wins and one defeat, Ethan, Big Time Irwin, Lightning, Liz Shannon Miller, Lightning Time! And there we are. How are y'all doing? Welcome to the show. I mean, we're so excited to have y'all here today. This is a big match. How you feeling, Ethan? Uh, I feel great. I mean, look, I've played both these guys before uh, to varying results. But no, I'm, I'm I, look, going even into Deception, you know, we were like, let's just go out there. Let's have a good time and see what happens. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited about all this. Yeah, and then I Lit. Go ahead, Steph. I gotta say, uh, style points already. Love the matching fits. Coming in with great energy there. Had to comment on that. But Liz, it's the first time <laughs> I'm meeting your acquaintance. And I wanted to see how you're feeling going in today's match and what you think you two have to do to get that dub. Um, You know, I'm, I'm feeling good. It's a pleasure to meet you too. Love to see lady commentators on the desk. Uh, so yeah, I think we're just gonna go in and answer some questions about movies. Probably that's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Now, Ethan, obviously you said you've battled both of these men before on the individual uh, singles side of things. Um, what have you learned from those individual battles with him do you think is going to help in this team's encounter? I can't tell you that. I'll tell you at the end. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, look, they're both you know exceptional players. They're both incredibly strategic, incredibly knowledgeable. So it is, I think I said this before, you know, it's just about trying to find you know, just a little, a little inch, just find something, something, you know, a way in. Um, but if we get that, I, I really do think we have a shot. You know, again, same thing with deception. You know, we, let's see what happens. All so right, it's well, all about having good days versus bad days. Absolutely. So. Y'all have had a lot more good days than bad. Congrats. Yeah, uh, good true. luck to both of you and, and, and good luck on your match today. Thanks. And their opponents representing the dungeon. They are the number two ranked team in the movie trivia showdown with a record of three wins and one defeat. Ben the Boss Bateman and the five-time movie trivia showdown singles champion of the world, Dangerous Dan Merle. This is Danger Zone. Look at him. How's it going, everybody? Look at him. Here we go. Danger Zone is in the building. Danger Boy, in the building. It's always dangerous when you're talking to these two men. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, Dan Merle sporting that singles championship around his shoulder, the MTS title. Look at that beautiful thing. But, Dan, let's start with you. You know, coming off of the last match, obviously, um, when you when y'all went up against corruption, didn't exactly shake out your way, obviously. Um, how are you going to come back after that in this match against Lightning Time? We're going to win. That's how the best teams come back. You know, it's funny. We're, we're a rookie team. Like, we, we come together this year, our first time out of the gate. We win a tournament. We play three close matches against three great teams. You look at those teams, on those teams, three former champions, one future contender, and yet it's still not good enough for people. It's still not good enough for people. So I guess we still have something to prove. Well, Dan, it's a tough competition out there because apparently we got kicked out of the FCL after one loss. So that's where apparently we are today. So. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just the reality of it. You know, we got a lot of work to do. Well, Ben, I wanted to ask because the, your last meetup against Ethan Irwin, there was discussion of you two possibly being on a team together. But you had said you had found the better mem team member. How are you feeling about your team member in today's match? I mean, this man is the greatest player that's ever done it. So uh, I don't think anybody's ever going to argue about having this guy in their corner. Look, I'll be honest. Ethan was the first phone call I made in the offseason. I've been clear about this. I talked to Sam Levine. There was discussions to be had. It was very clear to me I was getting a runaround, and uh, I went and found somebody better. So here we are. And I, I don't think that I have any regrets about that. I certainly don't think this guy has any regrets about that. And, uh, and I just know we're going to bounce back with a win today. So thanks, Steph. Well, obviously, y'all have had experience with Ethan Irwin, and this team, Lightning Time, has been a sensational team, I mean, coming off of their win against Deception. But, you know, I want to ask this to both of you. You do seem like the, the criticism that your team has gotten this year is, is fueling the two of you. Do you think you pay too much attention to that? No, I think the best teams listen to the criticism but don't take it to heart. It's not discouraging. It's not discouraging. It's fuel. It's fuel for us to perform better because... We know how good we are. We just have to get everyone else to believe it. So I, I think it's healthy to listen to what people are saying because that just goes to show how much you have left to prove. You got to keep that fire burning. Yeah, I like to buy the headlines and then throw them in the fire to keep it burning. Uh, keeps me warm at night, Brad. So that's how I handle it. 
Well, well, there you go. Well, good luck. Some to the, heat in the danger. A lot, a lot of heat in this dangerous zone. Uh, good luck to both of you, gentlemen, today on your match. Hey, Schmodown fans. I'm Mark Baby Carrots Ellis, and after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we all have learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month, I thought, okay, that's nice. What's the catch? Well, after speaking with them and converting to their service, I figured it out. There is none. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. Think about that. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes sweet savings directly to you. So full disclosure, I first joined Mint because I thought, hey, I like the commercials. Maybe I get to meet Rick Moranis. But once I joined, I realized that their service is better than my old provider. It was a piece of cake to switch. And again, best of all, it's saving me boatloads of cash. So if you're somebody looking for extra savings and who isn't these days, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, plus high-speed data on the nation's largest 5G network. What's a cool feature is that you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and you can keep your same number along with all of your existing contacts. For whatever reason, if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has their seven-day money-back guarantee. Look, the bottom line is this. If you switch to Mint Mobile, you get your premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. Sounds great? Here's how you do it. To get your wireless service plan for just 15 bucks a month and ship directly to you for free, just go to mintmobile.com slash MTS. That's mintmobile.com slash MTS. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash MTS. Hello, Schmodown Universe. Support for the movie trivia Schmodown brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. They are the champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your jewels. You see what I did there? Tools for your jewels. That's what Manscaped does. And they just launched their fourth-generation trimmer. It is the Lawnmower 4. Point oh. You heard that right. It is the 4.0. Join over the 2 million men worldwide. I'm part of that 2 million, and you should be too, who have joined Manscaped. You can get this exclusive offer just for you. That's 20% off and free worldwide shipping if you use the code TRIVIA20. One more time, that is TRIVIA20, and go to manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I am one of the first people to try the 4.0, and I am blown away by the performance. I've been there before. When you have the stuff, you're like, oh, anything can work. Ow, what happened in there? Oh, nothing. I'm fine. And you don't come out for about 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes because you're trying to recover. You don't need to anymore. This is smooth. This is perfect. I've been using Manscaped since the second I've heard about them, and I'm never going back. I am using the 4.0. I love the 4.0, and you will love the 4.0. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I certainly feel a lot more comfortable doing the old Shabla Roost. 
This upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes one through four. I recommend before you go down there, give yourself a haircut. That can work too. And then do the other stuff and you might want to get different blades. And also, if you didn't know before, and I'm mentioning it now, they have the wireless charging. The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer i get the jokes you last longer you last longer it's true this thing lasts longer and especially with this new technology they're always up in the new technology they're always upping the the quality of their product and that's why i use manscape that's why you should use manscape that's why you hear about it so much because it works it's not just oh they've just been around they're doing this they're doing that they know what they're doing and their products work guys if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face you've been doing it wrong no person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth that's disgusting from reading it to talking about it all the way around but the fact is you don't want to do it it's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice smooth boys so get 20 percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com by using that code trivia 20 one more time that is going over to manscaped.com use the code trivia 20 for free shipping 20 percent off Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And the rules for round number one works like this. Each team will get eight questions from random categories that will be given to all competitors. You have 15 seconds to write each answer down. You must say and speak and reveal your answer at the same time at the end of that 15 seconds. All questions are worth one point. If you answer all eight right, that triggers a perfect round where you'll get a one-point bonus question. Teams may request three questions to be repeated during the entirety of the match. Those are the JTE rules. You also get one challenge. If you don't like how a question is worded, you don't think it's clear enough, or you don't think your opponents gave the exact right answer, you can challenge that. And there is no stealing, though, in round number one. That is how round number one works here in the Movie Trivia Showdown Teams Division. All right, we have all our competitors here, and I'm going to ask them now, lightning time. Are you ready? Yep. Always be closing. Danger zone, are you ready? I love the hats. They're great. Uh, of course, we're, we are absolutely ready. I just wanted to say, if you guys want, if Sam Levy needs to challenge something real quick, Sam, go for it. I know this is usually, do you want to throw out a challenge or no? No? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good to go. Liz, what were you saying? My partner said. All right. Well, then there's only one thing left to do. Okay, fine. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to down. Here we go. Three rounds in the team's division in the MTS. We are starting with question number one in the category of new releases. Which actor stars as an elite Navy SEAL named John Kelly in the 2021 Tom Clancy adaptation without remorse? Things are already heating up, but Oh, absolutely, Ben Bateman, you know, always trying to get into his opponent's head, but they did a good a job by covering them with hats. And we didn't answer. <laughs> In five, four, three, two, one, pins down, hands up, we go to danger zone first. I'm gonna go with Michael B. Jordan. 
That is correct. Dan Merle, uh, Ethan Irwin. Michael B. Jordan. Dan Merle. I need to update my streaming services because I said Gerard Butler. And Liz Shannon Miller. Michael B. Jordan. All right, so we have two points there for lightning time. Only one for Danger Zone as we get to question number two. All right, question number two in the category of family films. In which family film does Jim Carrey star opposite Carla Gugino, Angela Lansbury, and Clark Gregg? See the seriousness on the faces of all competitors here. Dan Merle with a unusual miss in the first round, but he is the go who's going to rebound. Four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. We go to Ethan first. Uh, I said how the Grinch stole Christmas. That is incorrect. Dan, we go to you next. I said Mr. Popper's Penguins. As correct for one Ooh. point, Liz. We look to you next. Uh, I put liar, liar, so incorrect. <laughs> and yeah. Bateman? Didn't have this one. <laughs> so Dan coming back with the one point that was taken away last for question number one. <laughs> yeah, so we are all tied up now after two, two to two. Perfect rounds off the boards for everybody <laughs> as we get to question number three in the category of mystery films. A man named Richard Kimball is wrongfully accused of murdering his wife and escapes from the law in an attempt to find her killer and clear his name in what 1990s mystery thriller? Love the way you read that. I feel like I am in the thriller. You know what I mean? I wanted to add a little, little some extra to little it. Zhuzh. A little zhuzh. A little zhuzh, a little sauce. I was the only one You're a thrilling announcer, Brad. I'm going to answer in five, four, three, two, one, pins down, hands up, and we go to big time, Ethan Irwin. The Fugitive. Fugitive is correct, Ben Bateman. Also The Fugitive. Lightning Liz. The Fugitive. And Dan Merle. <laughs> the Fugitive. <laughs> there we go, four, I mean, four. there's no way. I would just, I would close, if you didn't know that, I would just end this now. This computer. I, mean, I was, I was the only one who started writing during the question, right? <laughs> Good news. No one got that wrong. Question number four in the category of directors. Who directed 1982's creep show inspired by the McRae tales of EC Comics? Macabre. All business. All business between these four. Straight to it. We need to answer in five, four, three, Repeat, please. two. The first JTE. In the category of directors, who directed 1982's Creep Show inspired by the macabre tales of EC Comics? Finding Liz using the first repeat of the match. Let's see if it's to her advantage. Need an answer in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. We go to Dan first. To George A. Romero. That is correct, Liz. <laughs> I put Wes Craven. Ben. Yep, didn't have this one either. Tough start. Tough start. Ethan. This is this is a toughie. I also said George Romero. Correct. So we have two with George Rome A. Romero. 
All right, so we are still tied five to five, getting to the fifth question of round number one, a challenging round number one so far in the category of fantasy science fiction. Which actress appeared in the films Dark City, Hulk, and Noah? It's a tough first round so far, but there's still a lot to go. It is, but you're looking at four of the greatest the game has ever seen, especially in this division. A fact. We need to answer in five, four, three, two, one. We start with the boss. I had Jennifer Connelly. That is correct. Not Lightning Liz. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Correct. And then we go to Dan Merle. Jennifer Connelly. Last but not least, big time. I too had Jennifer Connelly. All right. Still tied up. Everybody gets a score on that one. Seven to seven. We move to question number six in the category of comedies. In the comedy, <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta get those laughs in. <laughs> in the comedy film *The Internship*, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn become interns for what tech company? In the comedy film, you said. Oh, okay. What's your favorite comedy <laughs> film, Steph? Austin Powers, you know this. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Need an answer in five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. We go to Dan first. Google. Google is correct, Liz. I banged it. Google. <laughs> <laughs> Bateman? Yeah, nope. I wrote Google. <laughs> you got me there, uh, Ethan. Ben, get out of my head! Uh, forget it. I said Google. Google, all four getting the point there. All right, two more questions remain. Mark Ellis isn't here, but I'm going to say your penultimate question in round number one in the category of horror slash thriller. Rise of the Lycans, Awakening, and Blood Wars are entries into which action horror franchise? Now I gotta ask you, Brad, what's your favorite comedy? Oh, favorite comedy ever? You're ask, acting like Patty you Shack. didn't just act. Okay. Is Back to the Future a comedy? Can you just say a comedy? No, but that yeah. suit jacket is. And we'd answer in five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. We'll start with big time. Uh, Underworld. Underworld is correct. Ben Bateman. Underworld franchise. That is right. Liz Shannon Miller. Sexy Twilight, a.k.a. Underworld. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Dan Merle. Sparkling vampires are sexy. Underworld. I agree, I, with I agree Dan. <laughs> but also the leather in Underworld is unbeatable. We go to sexier question. Sexier Twilight. Let's say sexier Twilight. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I can live with that. Question number eight in the category of famous actors and actresses. Which Oscar-winning actor appeared in the films The Legend of Tarzan, The Zero Theorem, and downsizing. All right, let's see if they can keep it up. It is still tied 11 to 11. Last question in round number one. We need the answer in five, four, three, Repeat the question. two. Their first JTE. Which Oscar winning actor appeared in the films The Legend of Tarzan, The Zero Theorem, and Downsizing? Both teams using their first JTEs in round one. 
We need an answer Anything in five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, hands up. Steph, take it away. We go to Ben first. Yeah, I had Matt Damon. That uh, is incorrect. Liz, we go to you next. Throwing us out there, Willem Dafoe. That is also incorrect. Dan? Chris Cooper? That is also incorrect, <laughs> Ethan? Well, let me try mine, I guess. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz is yeah! what we were looking for for wow. the point. That was my, that was my backup. Wow, <laughs> big point there that gives Lightning Time the lead. And that is the end of round number one. And we are going to get into round number two here momentarily. And we get now to round number two, which we call the wheel round. Here's how round number two works in the movie trivia showdown. Each team will get a spin at the category wheel. Now they can respin once and get a mulligan if they land on something that they don't love unless it is opponent's choice. They'll receive six questions in that category, each question worth two points each unless they opt for multiple choice, then the value of the question goes down to one. If a team misses a question, their opponents will have the opportunity to steal. All your JTE rules and challenges are still in effect for round number two. In effect for round number two. Uh, right now, Lightning Time is in the lead. Lightning Time, would you like to spin first or defer? Oh, I think, uh, Liz, I think we'll defer. Is that right? I believe that's right. Let's do that. All right. So, right now, we're going to bring in Danger Zone and their manager, Adam Witt. You have 60 seconds, Adam, to talk with your team. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Mr. Hello. Witt. I, uh, I have forgotten more about being a fan favorite than you guys will uh, uh, ever, ever know. You guys are the best. Uh, that was uh, there was some serious heat being brought that round, and you guys, you get still only one point down, so you guys got this. I love how they used that JTE. Didn't didn't work out, but the the fact is, you guys have the greatest minds in trivia. So if you say "huh," that is a time for a JTE. Meanwhile, I think you guys could psych this game out so well, and this is the time to do it where you psych this wheel out and get what you want. Let's do it, man. Do it. I'm ready to roll, gentlemen. You ready to give it a spin? Yep. Let's do this. All right. Let's give the wheel a spin there, and we will see where their fates will lie in our digital wheel. Shall see. Lands on mm. Lucasville. What do you think about this, partner? I think it's uh, pretty likely they put this on the wheel, right? That's what we were talking about before the match. It seems like it, yeah, so. They may have. I mean, I feel pretty comfortable with most of what's in there. But, uh, you know, if you feel better about something else. I think... If you feel good about it, I feel good about it. I think we can make it work. Let's hope. Let's hope after uh, uh, some of his previous uh, cinematic outings that George Lucas doesn't screw us again. And let's let's go with Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah. All it's right. Good. It's it's not gonna be Star Wars. It's gonna be Radioland Murders. It's gonna be THX. It's gonna be. But you guys know all that stuff. You guys, you know your strange magic. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. right so on. They're, they're sticking with Lucasfilm. And Steph Sabral will be administering the questions to Danger Zone in Lucasfilm, the category of Lucasfilm. I love how they made that decision. That was a healthy form of communication. Uh, for your first question in the category of Lucasfilm, who composed the scores for the films The Land Before Time and Willow? Uh, Dan, Willow is 
Ron Howard, and mm-hmm. Ron Howard almost always worked with uh, what's his name, James Horner. James Horner is exactly who came into my head too. Three, I think it's five, James Horner. Yes. Yeah. James yeah. Horner. Final answer. James Horner is correct. As we move to your second question in round two. Who directed the 1986 fantasy film Labyrinth? So Labyrinth, Dan. Oh, go definitely ahead. Jim Henson. Yes, because he, he directed the movie. Right? Yep, yep. Jim Henson yep. for sure. Jim Henson, Jim Henson, final answer. Jim Henson is correct for more points on the board for Danger Zone as we move to question number three. In round two, which Oscar winner plays Major Emmanuel Stance, who commands African-American fighter pilots during World War II in the film Red Tails? Oscar winner? Uh, yeah. Not- so this, oh. this is Cuba Gooding Jr. He's yes. uh, he's the major. Terrence Howard is the, is the next guy in charge, but this is Cuba Gooding Jr. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Final cool. answer. Kuba Gooding Jr. is correct again for a so far perfect round two for the danger zone. As we move to your next question. Bill L. Norton directed what 1979 film for Lucasfilm that features cast members such as Cindy Williams, Scott Glenn, and Harrison Ford? Is this uh, perhaps more American Graffiti? This is definitely more American graffiti. Yes, and that's the that's the exact title, right? That's what it's called. More American graffiti. Yes, more American graffiti. Final answer. More American graffiti is definitely correct wow. for more points as an almost perfect round. So we head to your final question in round two. We have two more, right? Two more. Yes. Or yeah. penultimate question in round two. Excuse me. Which comedian turned actor plays a brownie named Rule in the film Willow? Comedian turned actor. So I know for sure that Kevin Pollack plays a brownie in this film. And I believe that's... I'm, I'm you want to repeat and think positive. about it? Let's do one repeat, but... Repeat the question. I repeat the question. All right. For the second JTE. Which comedian turned actor plays a brownie named Rule... In the film Willow. Now is the other Kevin thing is Pollock? I don't know if the other one is Emo Phillips or not, but I know Kevin Pollack for sure is one of them. Do we want to check well, down the multiple choice just to be if sure? If we go for it, they, they'll know the other, and they're both right. going to be on the multiple choice. Yeah. I think Four. we checked the multiple. So did we say Kevin Pollack? Two okay, multiple Pollock? choice. Two multiple choice. I want to say. All right, multiple choice. A. Paul Reiser. B. Howie Mandel. C. Kevin Pollack. Or D, Louis Anderson. Okay, well, we know that, right? It's definitely Kevin Pollack, yes. 100% sure. Kevin Pollack, final answer. Kevin Pollack is correct for the point for the penultimate question. Hey, we got the point, so it matters. Final question in round number two. What 1988 biopic was the only Lucasfilm production that was directed by Francis Ford Coppola? This is this is our favorite, but the exact title is Tucker the Man and His Dream. Tucker the Man and His Dream is the exact title. Yes. Okay. Tucker the Man and His Dream. Final answer. Tucker the Man and His Dream is correct wow. for a perfect round two. Wow. 
Wow, incredible. Now the score is 22 to 12. Danger zone in the driver's seat. A perfect round after both players you know, struggled a little bit through round number one. After they come back, boom, perfect. And interesting you know, teamwork there, talking things through, every single question through, going to multiple choice just for safety. It is, it is pretty, pretty good there from that faction. Okay, well, that was danger zones. Spin at the wheel in round number two. We are now going to have them leave the chat room here momentarily, and we're going to bring in their opponents welcome back hi everyone hey guys i guess we, we don't back. have any questions to answer here <laughs> Probably not. uh no there uh, there are no questions for you guys to answer Good. there was right, nothing well, wonky there's no there were no challenges thrown uh but they did i'm very happy to say uh you know know the answer to one but then doubted themselves and went to multiple choice on it so okay so they didn't go perfect no they they, they went semi-perfect okay. we've got to but figure out a better terminology for that them. yeah I blame yeah. Bateman. Yep. All right. Well, are you all, right. all ready to spin the wheel here? Yeah, let's do it. I spin it, baby. All right. Let's bring up the wheel here for lightning time, and let's give it a whirl. Just a little meeting before they, they didn't even need to think about many things. They were ready to spin. All right. And just... it lands on Sean Connery. Interesting. I feel pretty good about Connery. Definitely better than 50-50. We could try again. There's definitely ones I like less. So it's up to you. It's, I, I, I leave it to you guys. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll answer whatever question is given to me. So however you want to do it. Have we done, has, has Sean Connery been done a lot? He is not. Not, not a whole <laughs> lot, but, you know, you never know how deep they're going to go. He does have a pretty uh, long mm -hmm. filmography. Yeah, I, I, I vote we spin again. Great, yeah, that's it. that's that's what my gut says. Also, I mean, if we land on Connery, I think you guys could work your way through it. But yeah. let's spin again. Yeah. All Great. right, they opt to spin again. So there we go, spinning away from Sean Connery. I really hope see. it's Lucasfilm because you guys would know all of these. <laughs> <laughs> and it lands on opponent's <laughs> choice. Opponent's choice. Oh man, the digital wheel strikes again. It Who saw that coming? Did I say right. you guys could psych out this wheel or what? <laughs> I mean, we always know the respin is opponent's choice. You don't do the respin. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have a minute to make this decision. Um, look, Dan, well, I they think... spun away from Connery, so and they you know. should have because there's some sneaky ones in there. There are. Yeah. So Connery is a strong option. Um, we yeah. also know broad categories. Oscars is very broad. Um, yeah. You know, Kevin Smith doesn't have a lot of movies. Martial arts, yeah. is a lot of players struggle on. For me, it'd be between, I don't know, Connery and Oscars would be my two finalists. What do you think, partner? I agree. One of those two. I think let's give them... I think let's give them... I want to lean towards Oscars. What do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's give it a shot. There's a lot of... There's a bunch of nominees every year. There's a lot of no, I, I, I changed my mind. I think I, I think we go Connery. I I think I don't know. And if they specifically spun away from it, these guys are too All good. Right. They're going to spin away from Connery. Deal. They probably don't like it. It's All right, sure. Let's go with Connery. Let's do yeah. Connery. Right. Let's go Connery. Okay. Yeah, we were, okay. we were willing to do it. We just decided to flip the roll the dice, and here we are again. All right, so you all will be getting six questions in the realm of Sir Sean Connery. Are you ready? Sure. Are we? Are, are are they out of the room? They are. They are now. It's just us. Yay! Just, oh, us, here. <laughs> just, just us, us here. Chickens. 
Just a reminder also, you have two JTEs remaining, and we're going to get to your first question in the realm of Sean Connery. Sean Connery plays the immortal character Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez in what 1980s film? Yep, I concur. Highlander, final answer. Final. Highlander is correct for two points. Is correct for two points. And we move to your next question in the realm of Sean Connery. Who directed Sean Connery in the films The Hill, The Anderson Tapes, and Family Business? I'm very comfortable going to multiple choice on this. Let's do that, yes. Yeah. All right, so you opt for multiple, and your options are, is it A, Sidney Lumet? Is it B, John Gullerman? Is it C, Alan J. Pakula? Or is it D, Robert Town? I, for me, it's A or C. It's either Pakula or whoever the first one was, Sidney Lumet. Because it's they were family business was like him and Dustin five, Hoffman. So four. I'm gonna go three. Okay, let's go see Alan J. Pakula. Final yeah. answer. Can you repeat that? Your stream sorry. cut out on me. Uh, sorry, I said uh, C. Alan J. Pakula. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. All right, so we're going to move to your next question here. In the category of Sean Connery. And your question is thus. Sean Connery appears in which 1980s film from director Terry Gilliam? It's Time Bandits. Yeah. Time Bandits, final answer. Time Bandits is correct for two points. Two big points there. And we're going to go now to your next question in the realm of Sean Connery. Is question number four. Sean Connery appears opposite Andy Garcia, Billy Drago, and Patricia Clarkson in what action thriller film? Andy Garcia and Sean Connery. Oh boy. I think I'm gonna have to go with Billy Drago. Oh, 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 oh. It's the Untouchables. Yeah, okay, yeah agreed. The Untouchables is correct. Is correct there for another. Two big points, two big points. It is 22-18. Lightning Time has two questions remaining in the category of Sean Connery. And your fifth question. Who directed the 2000 drama Finding Forrester, in which Sean Connery played a reclusive writer who mentors a teenage boy? I believe that's Gus Van Sant, right? That is, that is correct. I, I agree. Go ahead. Gus Van Sant, final answer. Lightning Liz was right. That is an additional two points right there. And we have one question remaining. And if they get this one right, they will tie it up. And your final question in the realm of Sean Connery. Which actor plays Adso, the teenage apprentice of Sean Connery's character in the 1986 mystery thriller, The Name of the Rose? It's Christian Slater. Christian Slater, final answer. Christian Slater is correct, and lightning time ties it up 22 to 22. And we're going to bring back, though, our other team here, Danger Zone, so they can attempt to pick up their steal opportunity. All right, and we have Danger Zone back. You're going to have the opportunity to pick up a one-point steal in the realm of Sean Connery. I will read you the question and the uh, multiple choice options as well as reveal what 
option your opponents went with. And your question for the steal. Who directed Sean Connery in the films The Hill, The Anderson Tapes, and Family Business? Is it A, Sidney Lumet? Is it B, John Guilerman? Is it C, Alan J. Pakula? Or is it D, Robert Town? Your opponents chose C, Alan J. Pakula. Then it's A, Sidney Lumet. Yeah, Sidney Lumet, definitely. A, Sidney Lumet, final answer. That's correct for a one-point steal, which puts Danger Zone up 23-22 to 22 going into the final round. Danger Zone is in the lead 23-22, to 22, and now it is time for the third and final round, which will decide the outcome of this match. Round number three works as thus. Each team will pick three numbers between 1 and 20. Those three numbers will correspond to three separate categories. They will receive three questions at the two, three, and five point level. One team member will uh, answer the two point question, the other team member the three point, and then they can confer on their five point question. Uh, during this round, there are no multiple choices, there are no steals, but you still can have your challenge and your JTE rules. Right now, Danger Zone is in the lead 23 to 22. So gentlemen, your three numbers first. What do you think, partner? Um... I'll pick number five and I'll throw the last two to you. Let's go with three and seven. Five, maybe for the times that Dan Merle has been singles champion, three and seven are Danger Zone's numbers. And Liz and Ethan, your three numbers, please. Uh, I have four, uh, 14, uh, 14, 15, and 10. All right, 14, 15, and 10. Okay. All right. So, lightning time. You are down by one point. So, you'll be answering your two-point question first. But before we do that, we're going to bring in your manager to talk things over with you. So, we'll start here with lightning. Hey! Hey! I mean, yes. Is it, am I mad that we that it was a coin toss between Bakula and, uh, and Lamette, and that's a one-point difference? But, hey, whatever. Whatever. Look! Whatever. If if this is a match that comes down to literally a 50-50 guess on one question, then the other half of the time you're going to have the one-point lead. It's, yes, that's right. I mean, there's, you know, that that's the thing about 50-50. So shake it off. Do not worry about it. Um, look, it's very clear from round one, neither of these guys is playing their A game today. So anything can happen in this third round. It is but a one-point difference. So it's going to be going ping-pong, ping-pong. Yep all the way to the end. So take the time that you guys have. You have two JTEs left. Use them if you need them. Uh, I trust both of your instincts when it comes to deciding who's going to take which question based on the category. Uh, but just stay in the zone. You guys are in a great spot right now, and I feel real good about this. So let's, let's finish them off. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Did you hear that, guys? Uh, Sam just confirmed that this is what their A game looks like. So... You two are the kings of trivia. You're not just the goat, Dan. You're the coat. You're the king of all trivia. Whoa. Ben, you're not just the boss. You're the CEO. I want you to hire you hire and fire anybody that challenges you in this game. I want you to send these two a pink slip, okay? They're named they're named for something that strikes rarely. Lightning time. Show them who's boss. Psych out this game. You got the numbers you, you need to win this game. Let's do it. Dan, we've got one repeat left. Yeah. We'll dictate the two and the three based on category. And if we yep. get all our points, it's game over. So let's just answer our questions here and win. 
That's it. Let's do what we do. Let's play dungeon ball. Nice. I love yeah, you that. guys don't have a cool phrase like that, do you? We do. So. Next, whoever next, we're doing it. We're going to get a cool catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We have all our teams back. They've conferred with their managers. And now it is time for the two-point question for lightning time. Uh, you selected the number 14, and that corresponds with romantic comedies. Which one of you will be taking the two-pointer? Can you finish it all right if I take this? Please. All right, let's give it a shot. All right, awesome. Lightning Liz, Shannon Miller answering the two-point question in rom-coms. And your question is, Meg Ryan plays Kathleen Kelly, owner of a local bookstore in what 1990s rom-com from director Nora Ephron? You've got me. You've got it right. That is right for two <laughs> points. Uh, you got mail was the answer we Thank were looking you. for. That puts lightning time in the lead by one. So now Danger Zone has to answer some questions that will be administered by the wonderful Steve Steve herself, Steph Sabraw. You selected the number five. And number five isn't romantic comedies, but it's romance. We'll be taking mm. the two-point question in romance. Well, I don't think either of us loves it, but uh, yeah. I think I'd probably throw you on the three. And if it's a 50-50 situation, if you're good with that, Sure. Take it, boss. Yeah. All right. Yep. I'll take romance. All right. In the category of romance, which actress starred in the romantic drama Hope Floats and the Lake House? Looking for an answer in five, four, Three, Sandra Bullock, final two, answer. Two, one. Sandra Bullock is correct <laughs> for your two points. Wow! Wow! I don't know Great if that was a. There. I don't know if that was a Bateman pull or that was normal Ben <laughs> Bateman up to his usual tricks. <laughs> Nevertheless, it puts Danger Zone up by one. And now, Ethan Irwin, it is your time to answer the three-point uh, question. Let's do it. You selected the number fifteen, and the number fifteen corresponds to crime. Okay. All right. And your question in crime movies is as follows for three points. What or which famous actor stars as Martin Bishop, a security expert who is forced to lead his team on a dangerous job in the 1992 film Sneakers? Robert Redford. Without hesitation, he says, Robert Redford, that's the correct answer for three points, putting lightning time back in the lead, 27 to 25. And now Dan Murrow Ooh. is on the proverbial bubble. And Steph Sabral will be asking you your three-point question. Y'all selected the number three. That's action-adventure. Action-adventure. Okay. All right, you got Steph, this, partner. whenever you're ready. All right, for your three-point question, Bruce Willis plays the character Mr. Church in what action fran franchise? That would be the Expendables franchise. The Expendables is correct for your three-point question. All right, now that puts Danger Zone back up by one point, the lead keeps changing and there are other movies in the world than the expendables pj just just for the record <laughs> all right we're not are going there, to are there, are there the, the, no other movies that matter in my book no. um we're going to get now to the five point question for lightning time so this is where we stand danger zone has a one point advantage if 
Lightning Time answers this correctly. Now Danger Zone is in the hot seat. If they missed it, Danger Zone will win the match. For your five-point question, you selected the number 10. And the number 10 corresponds to modern classics. Modern classics. Okay. And your question for five points. And then knock it back over to Danger Zone. Which 1986 comedy features supporting performances from Cindy Paquette, Edie McClurg, and Ben Stein? What I'm was guessing. Ben Stein the teacher? Ferris name? Bueller's Day Off, I think. It. it was that? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off based on that. Yeah, I'll say so that Ferris too. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, final answer. That is correct. For five points, it was Ferris Bueller's day off. It is now 32 to 28. Danger zone now in the hot seat, Steph, and they have to answer their five-point question. They selected the number seven, and the number seven corresponds to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. America's dad. Bless that man. We have one JTE remaining, is that correct? Yes. Yes. Thank you. All right, for your five-point question, you'll find the characters of Lieutenant Mark Rumsfield and Art Weingartner in what 1980s Tom Hanks comedy? 80s comedy, is it possibly volunteers dan is that him is it it could be or are they cops could it be Five, turner and hooch four let's repeat here three repeat the question two their final jte the category of tom hanks you'll find the characters of lieutenant mark rumsfield and art weingartner in what 1980s tom hanks comedy I, mean, I like volunteers. that volunteers guess. I, I'm feeling good about that. That seems five worthy. You think more I like so than partner. Hooch? I don't actually know the yeah. plot of volunteers, really. I like that partner. I like yeah. that. I say go with that. Five. Yeah. five four, four. Three. three. Volunteers. Final answer. And your winners. Lightning Hooch. The answer we are looking for was the burn. The burn. Oh, the burn. I was wrong. Lightning time gets the W. Congratulations to y'all. What an incredible battle. Back and forth. We're going to talk to you all in just one moment. Steph, wow. Back and forth they went. The lead changed multiple times. I couldn't even keep count. What a compelling contest between these two. There was just no point in any part of this match where I thought I knew who was going to win. The back and forth was crazy. Every team did what they had to do. And Lightning Time at the end there, who had to hit their five-pointer, did what they needed to do to secure that win. It was incredible to see this. I mean, the communication, I want to say, between both teams was expert. I mean, they both we're back and forth the whole time talking things through um if hey do you need to go to multiple choice do we need to take a repeat they did everything right both teams played a great game it just came down to that five point question which oh so many times it does but lightning time not only did they play well not only did they communicate well they had to battle back from opponent's choice in a very tough sean connery category which they even gave up a one point steal on 
I know exactly that one point steal you think would hurt morale, but you forget that this team really works well together. And I feel like both Ethan and Liz are two competitors that can brush things off and keep it pushing. And just knowing that, like they said in the beginning, answer questions right, because that's what they're doing here is answering trivia questions. And they did it expertly where we're about to hear from Lightning Time and their manager, Sam Levine. You know, you know, Ethan, that is not the first time that you have cheers thinking you lost. Yeah. <laughs> at the okay. end of a match. Is that just like your thing now? Like I I guess my good luck charm is believing that I have lost. Yes. I wow. was like I was like maybe he's actually he's not cheersing that they that he thinks they won. He's cheersing like thanks for the W. No, I, I I had no Liz knew the answer. I did not know the answer to that. Five I points. actually was completely wrong. It was the Burbs. I I, get, oh. I was thinking it was Paterner and Hooch. Oh, uh, but you know, uh, <sighs> yeah, that was a that was, that was one, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, once again, hat don't lie. Here we are. Hat don't lie. Uh -uh. Hat don't lie. Never yeah, and I like that glass you're drinking out of too, Ethan. Yeah, you bet. So yeah. I gotta say though, you guys, you guys. I've been playing on a different level lately. What is it about your team chemistry that you think is just taking your gameplay to the next level? Well, I think going into it, I think I, I personally assume that knowing Ethan as I have for almost 20 freaking years at this point, uh, that we would, and, you know, it, we would have immediate open communication. And we have. Uh, I think it was just a matter of, I think that like our first couple of matches, we did have to learn how to translate that into Schmodown speak, for lack mm -hmm. of a better term. I think that that has. I think I think as we've done it, we've as as we've as, as we've played more matches, we've just gotten better at it. I gotta ask you, spinning away from Sean Connery and then getting Sean Connery—is it one of the? Like, you know, I was like, I, I think no. it's guaranteed at this point. If you spin away from whatever it is on the first time, you're likely gonna get opponent's choice. I don't know why the digital wheel does this to us, but it, it feels like there's a there's something to that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, the thing is, I was very, I was comfortable with the idea of doing Sean Connery, and I, you know, I just figured there was other stuff on the board we liked more, and so, you know, the fact that we got it, not the worst thing in the world, and uh, it felt bared out in the actual questions we got. They were comparing at the beginning of the match, uh, I'm not sure if you guys heard it, that you, the the way that both teams that ended up playing Rushmore, and it was like how that was like kind of one mm. of those factors that they were looking at in terms of how they saw this match going. Uh, obviously, that's not how this panned out. <laughs> Sam? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to play Rushmore again, but uh, here we are. I gotta say, as sweet as a victory against Rushmore would have been, this is doubly sweet. Uh, you know, I mean, we talked about it at the top of the show. You know, Ben said, well, if I, I can't beat him, I want to join him. And then it didn't work out. And uh, hey, I'm sorry it didn't work out uh, that time or this time. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I guess, I don't know, Adam Witt was taking shots, saying this is our A game. I, I, I believe it was. I believe this is uh, this was a pretty good game played by uh, these two incredible uh, competitors and I'm very very proud of them and uh, I, I don't know what else there is to say these guys are amazing and uh, I mean look I don't want to take anything away from from Ben and Dan they're they're both great players they're both yeah, championship caliber players uh, every day of the week and uh, yeah I don't know I mean matches like this truly do come down to one question in either way I mean if you'd have said uh, Lumet instead of Pakula then you know, we probably wouldn't have had to answer our five as it turns out, but 
uh, here we are. So, I, I mean, anytime a match is competitive, I'm happy. This was competitive, and I'm even happier with the outcome. So, congrats, guys. Yeah, That's all I needed. As someone who recently just lost on a five-pointer, uh, I fully empathize with them, and I know how much it sucks. And I mean, not that they, 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 they have more experience in this game than me, but I just, I recently had that experience, and it sucks. Uh, but it doesn't diminish the fact that they're both great players. Absolutely. So what's next, guys? Uh, yeah, you tell us. We just, we just get an email and show up. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. You and me both. Hey, and we don't have to go in the studio anymore, so I don't even have to like wash the shirt. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, not, I, I recommend it every three to four matches. You should. Okay. I don't know. It's kind of lucky now. But don't you guys ever wash those hats? Never. Of course Never. Not. Never. No. No. Okay. no. There's yeah. there's some real baseball magic to that, and uh, oh, yeah. I have to agree with you, Sam Levine. Right. We we can't yeah. have that happening. So. No. I haven't showered since April, but I maybe that's helping as well. I don't know. You look. <laughs> And I've never been more grateful that this is a virtual interview. So anyways, um, congratulations. Dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. Invest. <laughs> congratulations on a fantastic match today. Uh, and I am just, I'm always rooting for you guys. I, I love your chemistry. I love the camaraderie. And Liz, I, I have to say to you directly, I'm really loving watching you come into your own in this league and just your confidence every time I see you, it just feels like it gets better and better. I don't know if that's a testament to your chemistry with Ethan and how much the two of you trust each other, but I feel like I've been watching a different player this whole time. You were already going to be a legend, but like you prove yourself every time. Great. Thank I appreciate that. Thank you. Ethan, you're okay too. <laughs> I'm okay. Good work and great time. Oh, great best, best of luck to whatever's next, guys. And, you know, there you had it. Jen Sturger asking the right questions, getting great answers from both teams. And, and I concur with how great Liz Shannon Miller has been playing just in general. I, I knew she was going to be a force when she came into this league, but she has solidified herself as one of the best playing in this game today. And, of course, Ethan Irwin, his stats speak for himself. And I think uh, Jen also did a great job pointing out we the only common factor we had was Rushmore to go yeah. off of who had the benefit in this in, in this match who had the edge and you look at the commonality of of the opponents that they face but that statistic you know, show me a stat I'll show you a lie it proved not <laughs> to be correct but um what a what a match by lightning I completely agree and I uh, agree about Ethan and Shannon I think both of those competitors in their own right are so good and then to watch the camaraderie with them together is incredible but with Shannon specifically she I don't even think she took when she knows the answer it's out oh, there that's There's why they call her lightning Liz Shannon Miller she just she's gonna hit it quick she hits it she hits it and it's fun to watch <laughs> absolutely well uh, we have to now talk to the faction or the team that came in second place today who unfortunately didn't get the W. That is Danger Zone and their manager, Adam Witt. Uh, Jen Starger, take it away. Hey, guys. Obviously, uh, not used to seeing you in this location or this order. You know what I mean? Like, this just, it doesn't feel very Danger Zone-y to me. Um, you can't even say today was rough gameplay because both of you played well, I mean, the only thing I can I can attribute to place that you could have improved was possibly round one, but everyone kind of struggled with it. Yeah, it was a tough round one. You know, it's disappointing to have played a couple shaky, shaky round ones in a row for us. It's weird. It's uncharacteristic. It's not really how we usually play. Um, and then at the end, it's uh, it's always tough. You know, you could 
as an evidence by the way they answered they didn't know our five i think we pretty much knew it when they said 86 and ben stein um and that's just how it goes you get random numbers at the end so sometimes you get one you know and sometimes you don't dan i want to i want to curse so badly now because the friggin burbs is the bane of my existence in this game I understand that I will never live this down, and I'm sure that the people are clackety-clacking on their keyboards going like, why didn't you watch the Burbs? You lost a Roka on that. I did watch the Burbs four years ago, and I didn't memorize the name of every single character. So for all you people that want to come out here and razz me about missing another question about the Burbs, why don't you come up here and play? Why don't you come up here and play, and then we'll see how much you know about movies. Dan, this might be the most fired up I've ever seen you. Well, over no, because I know what movie. people say. I know how people they do these things. I've seen it happen time and again. You're expected to know everything about every single movie that ever comes out, and then these these things line up where you might miss one thing about the same movie. And then they're like, "Ooh, good luck. Come out and give it a shot. Good luck. You try it. You pick random numbers at the end, yeah. and sometimes you get the benefit of the doubt. It doesn't matter." At the end of the day, Dan and I needed to play better in round one. We both know that. We're going to look back at this match. We're going to remember missing a tough five, but everybody misses tough fives. If we go in there and we play the way we're supposed to play in round one, the way we usually play in round one, we just win the match outright. We would have been up. We, if we had gone perfect in round one like we have before, we would have been up so much the five wouldn't have even mattered. And those are the questions that you can control because you can study for those questions. You can't study for a five. I'm never going to study the character names in the, the freaking burbs. That's just not going to happen. So, unfortunately, didn't go our way today. Just what it yeah. is. I, I will also say, when people look back at our last couple round ones and they'll say, oh, what's their problem? I, take our round ones and put them up against some other round ones that have been thrown at, at competitors in this game. Uh, listen, we get the questions wrong at the end of the day. That is very much true. But the round ones have been coming to play us, too. This is not an excuse. Yeah. This is just objectively a fact. There have been some tough tough questions usually you only get maybe one question on that difficulty in some of these round ones we're fielding two or three of them in our last couple games so it's a challenge now we lost that means our teammates are keeping up with the same challenge this isn't me making excuses but this is me saying that like people i'm sure this is going to just fuel the narrative like oh danger zone's a disappointment because we're three and two uh you know we only won a tournament uh, we're going to go back into another tournament uh, but I also would just like to point out the fact that we are playing at an elite level. We're playing at a top level, Absolutely. and it is harder to win games here where we are playing. We have played every single team we have played has been a top-tier team. That is a tough, tough matchup, and they are a great team, and I look forward to playing them again someday. Uh, but, you know, this is not an apples-to-apples -apples league Yeah, at no, all. it's not. It's not like you're facing like the Jets or something like that, like week yeah, two, or no we're getting a bye. Balls. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jen. All the sports analogies. No, I don't, we don't get to play the wild berries anymore. You know, there's no more, no more cake, cupcake oh, matchups apparently for us in the, in the teams division. You know. So the dungeons no got worse. The wild berries. They were delightful. Dan has a title to defend, and I have a singles tournament to win, and we have a teams tournament to win, and that is what we're gonna do. So you shake off today's loss. This wasn't our day. Tournaments are the thing we're best at. It's certainly the thing I'm best at. The thing he's best at is winning titles, so I'll let him do his work. Uh, and uh, that's just how we're going to approach this, Jen. It's one loss. It happens. And also, I, before we leave this on, on a negative note, you guys are a clinic in gameplay. 
the, 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 when you come across a 50-50 question, that is classic, that that is ingrained in your in your head, that even if you know the answer, you check down just in case, because at 50-50, you're going to give up a two if you pick the wrong one. I mean, they're all through this game, you guys were a clinic on gameplay, and it's admirable play, and it just comes down to a dumb burbs question, uh, that we're, because, you know, we're Mark Rumsfeld, we love Mark Rumsfeld. Remember that character? It's just like, we know that name so well, right? He's a classic cinema character. Art Weingartner, yeah, for sure. Oh, 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 I love him. I love him. That's from the Burbs, right? Yep. Don't get, don't get salty with. Don't get salty. <laughs> That's all I do. That's what I'm here. <laughs> Joe Dante directed it. I'll tell you that. I know that. Joe Dante directed that movie. I learned just, that much. I just can't wait for all the memes of just you screaming at the sky, Dan. I mean, this <laughs> oh, is just God. like you said. It just all comes down to that one five pointer question. But like you said, Ben. You guys might have played a little bit tighter in round one, um, you know, and maybe prepared for PJ Campbell instead of your actual opponents. Mr. <laughs> Popper's Penguins. <laughs> I'm going to take oh, out a bank oh, loan. Dan so I got can that right. To, uh, <laughs> I'm going to take out a bank loan so I can subscribe to all these streaming services you have to have to keep up with these new movies that come out. I'm sorry, guys. Tough loss today. Uh, like you said, you're back in the tournament. So um, I feel sorry for anybody that you have to come up against now. Right, as well. You we see. look forward sure. to playing more matches. Thanks, Jen. Take it easy, guys. I'm just gonna say, I think he's fired up and ready to go. And and a fired up and scary Dan Merle's a scary Dan Merle. Nevertheless, I, go. What you I loved it. I was oh, like, yeah, I get it, Dan. I'm with Dan. I try it. No one's gonna come for Dan realistically if you actually know what he's done and what he can do. And I think this is only gonna play well for them. When you light that fire and you have that L and you want to prove that you are the greats, which they are. This I think is gonna be good for them. And at the end of the day, they were both right and was right like you try it and then ben was right that they needed that better round one and i think next time we see them they're gonna have a killer round one uh yeah i'm sure that whatever happened in this match that led to that defeat they will correct it uh in their next contest and dan merle this isn't the last that he's seen of big time ethan Irwin. they're going to be doing battle soon for the singles championship of the world and we are just a few days away from the Schmodown Collision, where you're going to see Laura Kelly taking on Andrew DeMolanta for the Star Wars title, Kevin Smith and Lady Justice, Marisol McKee are doing battle, Amaru Moses and Saul, Shazam, Corruption, team's titles on the line. I mean, it is a crazy card that you're going to get to see. That is the collision going down on July 31st, presented by Captain Morgan. Just so many great matches. Uh, coming up here in the movie trivia schmodown incredible stuff and an incredible match today that is all we have for you this week or this edition of the movie trivia schmodown that is steph sabral the the backstage interviewer jen sturger one of the best in the business my name is the boat brad gilmore shout out to both teams and their managers on an incredible contest but until next time we will see you here on the movie trivia schmodown